welcome back to the I Don't Have It Figured Out podcast. My name is Richard Thomas, and I'm out here trying to make it through just like you. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I wrote something called Cage Free, which I'd like to read here on the podcast and uh, talk a little bit about, um, and just kind of dive into what I think Cage Free actually means. So please stick around and hang out. Episode 10. Wow. Can't believe it. Episode 10. Cage free. All right, so I'm actually just going to jump right into the to what I've written here and uh if you you may have seen it on the social medias. Um I posted it everywhere, but um yeah, I'm just going to read it here and I know we've been lacking of podcasts for the past couple uh, (laughs) weeks, ladies and gents, but we're back. Um, So yeah, I'm just going to read it here, and uh, yeah, so here we go. Cage Free by yours truly, Richard Thomas. I like to drive, and I like to hike. It reminds me in the deepest corners of my mind that I am free. I can go anywhere. I grip the steering wheel, wheel real tight. I intentionally push off the ground with each footfall. I listen to the hum of the engine, the beat of my heart. Free. However, we often trap ourselves in cages that we construct. Cages of the mind, of the heart, and the soul. We deprive ourselves of the capability to grow, explore, and create. For the key is small and the lock is big. Nevertheless, it fits. It's just a construct, a state of mind. Passion and purpose is the key. Yet we sit discontent in these cages, forgetting the truth, the facts. For the key is only physically small and the lock is only metaphorically big. An unlocked cage is hope, but the job is not done. The next step will always be forward. Steps energized by unmeasured potential and a godly purpose. We traverse. There are many things we can do to remind ourselves that we are free. But it is so much more than just that. We must identify and escape our cages to truly be free. Cage free. Living purposefully. So, I don't know. This is something that's... It's really, it's, I, I hold this really close to my heart. This is probably one of the most important things for me, at least, that I have written uh, in a long time, or maybe ever. I don't know. And so I'm just going to kind of break it down. I know you don't, <laughs> people don't usually do this, but I think it's just important that, I don't know, I kind of go through my thoughts because... I I think it's, I just think it's something that I, I don't want, I don't want it to be missed. And I just, it's, it's just, it's, it's incredibly important. So I'm not, I'm going to stop rambling and just get going here. So like the first part here where I'm talking about the things I like to do that reminds me that I'm free. That's, that's very, that's very important. Like I, Recent, not recently, but like in the last couple years, I've had to 
actually probably for the last few years, like really since I was in college, I mean, there's, you have to, you have to really learn how to truly feel not, not just like feel yourself, but like feel free, you know, like I, I think like in growing up, you know, going to, you know, high school and school and you know growing up under like you know maybe strict parents maybe they weren't strict parents but like I think that we get used to not being in control of like our lives and us right and so when I got to college like you know you have a lot more freedom right but like at the same time like you still have a lot of obligations for work for relationships for family for school for learning for your own future like you have a lot of responsibility but like you also have to like keep reminding yourself that you are still a free individual free to do a lot of things that you're maybe that you want to do that you feel passionate about that you you dream about or just things that make you happy right that keep you you're so, like things like that you know can be related to self-care can you know just any and all of those type of things right and so like you know as I've grown, I've learned to really treasure those times when I, you know, take advantage of my, my own interests that are, you know, specific to me and unique to me, and then going out and doing them on my own to truly just, you know, revive that part of my soul, really, just to kind of like remind myself you know, that, hey, you know, I can still do what I want to do for nobody else but me, if that makes sense, you know, because sometimes, sometimes it's important to do that, right? It's important to experience that freedom in the form of independence and sometimes solitude, right? To, you know, keep that part of you alive, because at the end of the day, like we have a lot of like all our thoughts and our our ideas, our passions, our interests, all these things that are unique to us, like oftentimes that grows and is nurtured when we take time to, you know, do these things like, you know, going off somewhere by yourself or exploring something that you know you're only interested in or, you know, doing things that are unique to you, like those parts of us that are creative and are are um passionate all those parts of us like they 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 are nurtured when we when we do these things right and so yes i i believe that it is important to have this time and i you know mentioned briefly just one one two things that um i like to do that are important in helping me feel this way but here's the thing like we do have obligations we do have things that we must like we must we we need to we need to have a way of traveling we need to have a way of making money we need to have a way to feed ourselves to dress ourselves to you know all these all these essentials right that you know we have to do just because that's how it is here on earth like living comes with certain requirements for you know day to day right but like there are things outside of that outside of like the 
you know, the bare necessities. <laughs> the some, yeah, anyway, um, outside of those essential things for just regular life, you know, your regular obligations of being a human, there are things outside of that that often are the cause of us not being able to be truly free, right? Like there are things there there are things that we allow to happen or um get stuck in that becomes a cage in our life. And so we're not able to explore or escape or do things that can nurture us and our growth and our you know the the passionate and creative side of us we can't do those things because we are in essentially a cage and so let me try let me let me let me try to break this down a little bit more so there can be cages and often like i say often these cages are things that you know we create like cuz we're never truly trapped right you know we we're never truly trapped um but we can think that we are and so there are cages that we you know construct in our minds right like we could be in a situation it could be a family situation it could be a friendship situation situation it could be a relational situation and we can make ourselves believe that either we have to stay in that situation or that there's no other alternative to leaving that situation or we can build up these reasons why we can or cannot remove ourselves from a situation that's depriving us of our not only our freedom but our freedom to nurture like the health of the health of our souls of ourselves right like if any time a cage basically is any time you are in a situation where there are things having an effect on you that are causing you to not be the healthiest, safest, the most productive, the creative self that you can be. It, situations that are causing you to not be able to grow properly to not be able to take care of certain aspects imperative aspects of your life right so you know these cages can come in the form of a relationship or a familial situation or a friendship situation or a you know, job situation, a, you know, a school situation. It could, it can come in a lot of different ways, right? And because we believe that we're trapped, and because we believe that we can't, there, are th we, there, the, the situation is so big, or the circumstances are too 
broad that we can't do anything about it, right? That, you know, we're, we are incapable of removing ourselves from said situation, you know, cage. Um, that is when, that is when we're trapped, right? And, um, you know, I, I see here the next line I say, we deprive ourselves of the capability to grow, explore, and create. Like anytime, like we feel stuck in a, any sort of thing, whether it's a job, a career, relationship, a place, uh, a town, <laughs> a church. Ooh, ooh, that's a, ooh. Um, anytime, you know, it's having effects, right? It's having actual effects on us. Like as we can, we can play it off as it's like, oh, it's not, it's not terrible. It's not doing too much. But like at the end of the day, like if, if you're able to experience like any ounce of freedom and like, you're like, wow, or any, if you're able to do things for you, right? If you're able to actually um, prioritize your, your self-care outside of the cage, right? And you feel like, I don't know, like 8,000 times better. And then you realize that, and then you go back to the cage, right? And you realize that, oh man, it's, the cage is actually a bigger situation than I thought. It's actually having more of an effect. And that's, that's, that's very like, normal like any cage that we we trap ourselves in like it's it is having an effect and if and if we stay there we're never going to know where we could have been or where we could be because of it right but like so here's the part where I kind of get a little bit a little bit in depth here and it's the part where I say, for the key is small and the lock is big, nevertheless it fits. It's just a construct, a state of mind. Passion and purpose is the key. Yet we sit discontent in these cages, forgetting the truth, the facts. For the key is only physically small and the lock is only metaphorically big. Right? So that's just, it's kind of what I've been saying. It's just like, we often... In these cages, we often think that the way to get out is so it's a it's a mission impossible, basically. Like we think that it's there's no way that the things that we would need to do in order to escape that cage, like there's no way that we could actually do it and not have X, Y, and Z happen or um have or affect A, B, and C person, or, you know, step on, you know, Mr. and Mr. and what's, when Mrs. and Mrs.'s toes, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, that is what makes it seem like an impossible situation, why the key is, like, so small, but the lock is, like, huge, and you're like, I don't understand how it'll, it, it can work together to, you know, <laughs> unlock the door to this cage, right? But the thing is, it's it's all in your mind, right? It's not 
like, yes, sometimes when, you know, you make the decision to remove yourself from the cage, it's going to, you know, it's going to have an effect on those people around you, right? Like you're going to have to do something that is going to, you know, put you out there. It's going to make you vulnerable, right? And yeah, someone may get, you know, upset at you. Someone may, you know, not understand. But at the end of the day, like when it comes to your growth and your self-care and like the health of your mind, body, and spirit, like that is the most important thing. Because like, you know, throwing us back to my self-care episode, I don't remember exactly off the top of my head what number it was, but like in order to help people like we have to be in like a healthy state right we have to prioritize our own self-care in order to you know help others you know and so like at the end of the day if to in order to escape your cage so that you can you know be back in a position where you're you know growing healthfully and you're you know taking better care of yourself and you're prioritizing things you know, and reminding yourself of your freedom and all these different things to, you know, maintain a healthy, you know, state of existence. Like at the end of the day, like step on those toes, man. <laughs> like, like, you know, because at, at, the alternative, the or the the flip side of that is just sitting discontent in the cage and just wallowing in whatever misery it is and constantly you know just in a state of unrest and it's it's not good it's not good for us and we're not meant to be that way and so you know that's why i say like the 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 key is really only physically small and the lock is only metaphorically big like it's not really that it's not really in the grand scheme of things when it comes to your health and wellness and ability to help others like the whatever barriers and obstacles you have to go through in order to get to get to a, to that place you know to that healthy you know growth filled place like it's it may seem like big steps, but it's really a bunch of small steps that lead to the ability to take bigger steps and, you know, have a bigger effect on more people, right? And so, yes, an unlocked cage is hope. But, you know, really the job isn't done because once we get out of the cage, right, and there and, and there can be multiple cages in our lives like there can there there's not there's there, there's never just one like there are many cages like cages can be you know addictions cages can be you know just our own personal problems that we don't want to address cages can you know like i said cages can be jobs and careers and different situations uh and different relationships like it can be it can be a lot of things you know, it can be locations, it can be things that we've made or constructed in our minds, right? 
But once the cage is open, like the next step is forward and it always will be. And what I mean by that is like after you open up that door and you step out, you have to keep walking, right? And it's some and 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 sometimes most of the time frequently like you might find yourself back in a cage if not exactly like it similar but like you're always going to need to step forward out of that cage right and so even if you find yourself back or even if you find yourself in a different cage or something that's along the same lines like once that once you realize and identify the cage and you open that door like this the the next step will always be a forward step right it will always be a forward step and those forward steps will be energized by unmeasured potential and a godly purpose right that's why i say passion and purpose is the key because if we look at the bigger picture picture right if we look at the bigger picture of we're here on this earth for a reason right which i believe we're here on this earth for a reason we're given gifts and talents passions right and so if we look at it through that lens that you know we're here for a reason and we're gifted these passions and things looking if you think about it like that and you keep that in the if we keep that in the front of our minds like then we can bust down these cages like the, we can bust through these cage doors because you know if we it, it's it's some it may sometimes depending on the situation we may not like to look at it but like the devil constructs these cages, right? Like he wants us to feel trapped all the time. He wants us to not feel energized and uh, passionate about, you know, doing things and, you know, being being all the things that we could be. And like he wants us to, he wants us not to, to want to do that. He wants us not to, he wants he wants us to be complacent. He wants us to to be do as docile as possible. Like if he could go down, if, if if let's say he was trapped in, you know, an animal cage, he would want to file down the teeth of all the animals because at the end of the day, he knows that, you know, unchained and uncaged, those animals are going to tear him to pieces, right? Which is like, you know. <laughs> He knows that, like, if he's not effective in any way, you know, and 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 we and we're we all like we're to follow like the call that God you know has for all of us. Like, he doesn't stand a chance. He already doesn't stand a chance, right? But like, he wants to take as many people and tame them as and and tame them, right? He wants to he wants to keep you back with a whip in a chair, but like. Nah, son. <laughs> nah, son. Nah, you're not. No, no. So if we keep that, the, the, the we have a godly purpose here. And we have unmeasured potential, right? Bust through that cage door. Like, 
you know, and yes, like sometimes it's a delicate situation and I don't mean like depending on that situation, like that you go in there like Ford tough and like start like, you know, yelling and screaming and breaking things. But like you got to set your face like a flint and like keep, you know, the reason that you're, you're here like in that, in that frontal part of your brain and then just, you know, get after it. And like, sometimes you have to be delicate and you're right, you know, but like that, that can't be an excuse. That can't be another cage, right. That we put ourselves in that we keep putting off doing what we know is necessary. Right. And so, yes, there are things that I like to do that remind me that I'm free. And I'm not, and, and, and those things are important. Self-care is very important. But like, if we just lean on that to escape whatever our real life situation is, then that's never going to be as beneficial as it could be. Right? Like, self-care with, paired with, you know, an environment that you can grow and create and explore your potential is where we all will truly, really thrive. Right. And it's never going to be perfect here, but, and I, and I know that, but like, there are so many things that we can do that we often cage ourselves up as in the, we're not, we can't, we're not going to go, we're not going to do what is necessary to put ourselves in you know, the best position to to grow and then to, you know, go on to do whatever we are we, we are called to do, right? And and that's another one. I, I, I know I mentioned I probably mentioned it in passing, but environment is is a huge cage. <laughs> it can be a huge cage. And it can be an, an environment of many things. An environment orchestrated by people or you know family or location or job atmosphere you know it could be a lot of different things right that you know could end up being you know a a cage right and so yes there are things that we can do to remind ourselves that we're free and you know things that we can do for our self-care but we can't forget that that is even more beneficial to us when we uncage ourselves, right? So we must identify and escape our cages to truly be free, cage-free, living purposefully. And, you know, that, you know, that, you know, basically sums up the, you know, the poem, right? And it's just, it's, it's, it's it's hard because I and it's and you know I I still have you know cages that I have to work on and I mean everybody does and you know we to an extent like you know we're always going to have to you know identify different cages just because that's how life is right um, but it's. It, <laughs> part of the like the 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 construct of the mind cage 
is that the fear of taking risks, because it is risky, right? Depending on the situation and depending on what has to be done in order to open that cage door, like it comes with like a risk. But like at the end of the day, like passion and our purpose and stuff, our godly purpose, right, is worth the risk. And there's there's a poem that I not a poem, <laughs> sorry. There's a um there's a speech by Charlie Day um that he gave at a like and he's an actor or something. I don't I've actually maybe only seen one or two things with him in it, but he gave this speech at uh I think at university graduation or something. And it's always stuck with me. I once, when I was living in the dorm, I wrote it out on a huge pink uh, poster card, and I hung it up in my room because I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to see it all the time because it just, it said a, it said a lot, and it meant a lot to me. And it's, um, it's just really important, and I'd like to, I'd like to read it. Um, let me just, I'm just pulling it up here. So it's, uh, let me, let me, let me just go ahead and read it for you. Let's see, actually. Sorry, I had it pulled up on my phone, but I. I can't actually pull it up on my phone because I'm actively recording on my phone, which, you know, there's a, so there's, there's, there's problems there, <laughs> unfortunately. So I'm going to have to find it, uh, on my computer, which I didn't have it pulled up on my computer. So, you know, just it's, it's all good. We're figuring it, we're figuring it out. So here it is. So he says, I don't give a expletive, right? And then he goes on to say, you cannot let a fear of failure or a fear of comparison or a fear of judgment stop you from doing what's going to make you great. You cannot succeed without the risk of failure. You cannot have a voice without the risk of criticism. And you cannot love without the risk of loss. You must go out and you must take these risks. And people will tell you to do what makes you happy. But a lot of this has been hard work. And I'm not always happy. And I don't think you should just do what makes you happy. I think you should do what makes you great. Do what's comfortable and scary and hard but pays off in the long run. Be willing to fail. Let yourself fail. Fail in the way and the places where you would want to fail. Fail, pick yourself up, and fail again. Because without this struggle, what is your success anyway? As best we know, we have one life. In it, you have to trust your own voice, your own ideas, your honesty, your vulnerability. And through this, you will find your way. You do not have to be fearless. Just don't let fear stop you. Live like this as best you can, and I guarantee you will look back on your life well lived. So, 
there's kind of a lot there, but like something that really sticks out to me there is like, you can't let a fear of failure or a fear of criticism stop you. You can't let, like, you can't love, like we can't love without the, the risk of loss. Like there's so we can't do many things in life without the risks. Right. And we can't escape our cages without the risk. Right. But like, it's, that's how we truly are free. Right. And it, and it's a biblical thing. And there are a few verses that I'd like to read that, uh, that accent this in the Bible because God wants us to live free as well. Can you imagine that? He wants us to be free. This is from Second Corinthians uh, 3.17, and it says, For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. Oh, man. Right? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Right? That's, 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 that's really powerful. Um, there's also, I think in John, in John 8.36, it says, If the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. Right? That's... That's that's that that's a verse that I remember hearing a lot as a child. Um and it's true, like if God sets you free, which he has set us free, and so it's 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 a gift that he he's he's always given us, right? And so we have to we have to live it, right? And uh I'll go ahead and read one other Bible verse. There are so many. I'm sure if you were to like word search the Bible for the word free, I mean, there would be an endless amount. But Galatians 5, 13 through 14 says, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But do not use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in one, in this one command. Love your neighbors as yourself. So, yes, we should be living free purposefully because we all have a godly purpose. We all have a calling. We all have those passions and those things that are given to us by God that we can use to help and benefit others. Um, and, yeah, the, the best way that we can do that is if we identify and escape our cages, prioritize self-care, and then just get after it. Right, because like there's a sermon recently that I heard about um, Elijah when he re- when he ended the whole Mount Carmel fiasco, you know he went into like a whole extended period amount of time of depression. He was he was homeboy was depressed. He was really depressed, and you know when God went and you know met with him he wasn't like hey what are you doing like just get back to work immediately like i need you to to be help doing this and that and you need to get up right now he was like yo here's you need to eat like let's let like here's 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 food and drink like here you know you need to you know nourish yourself and then he then takes him on like 
a long hike. Like they, 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 he hikes for a long time before he gets to a place that then God talks to him some more and like counsels him. And then after that, then he, he, you know, gives him, you know, a, another job to do like, and so he, he didn't just immediately, like once he found Elijah in a, in a bad spot, immediately tell him that, Hey, get up, let's go. He was like, Hey, you need to eat. Here's some, here's some, you know, food and water. And then he like took him and, you know, he, he prioritized self-care. <laughs> That's what he did. Right. And then he was like, here's your next task. Here's your next thing to do. Right. So, yeah, that's basically all I have to say today, guys. Um, you know, we often are trapping ourselves in these environments, these cages, and we can escape them. We can. We can truly be free and we can truly live purposefully. What's up, guys? If you stuck around, you know, I like to talk a little bit. I'm sorry. It's been a little bit, like a couple, most of this month, honestly. I, I saw the date that I did the last podcast. It was like October 8th, and now it's like 29th. Like, it's it's crazy. But, you know, we have, we have days. We have weeks. And, uh, yeah, there's just been different things going on, you know. I do... Hope you guys keep me in my prayers. You know, I've been, I've put some applications out and stuff. And so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, it's all in God's hands and you know, that's all I can ask for. Uh, but yeah, I, if, if you know, you know the drill, get on over, get it going over to Instagram. I don't have it figured out again. It's, I don't have it figured out. No spaces. I'm sure. Everyone's there, but just in case, just in case we got a new, a new listener, that's where I'm at. I'm also on TikTok. Um, yeah, and I'm just trying to, just trying to make it through, just like you guys. So, uh, you know, we'll see. I hopefully I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully we can get another one going. It did feel, it really did feel good. Like now that I'm done with this one, I really it does feel good. Like it was like a writer's block or something. I don't know. But take care, and whenever I see, if I don't see you soon, if I, I well, I don't know. Well, I, I, I was trying to go somewhere else with it, and it just didn't in my mind. Any, it, scratch all that. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and as always, take care, <laughs> and God bless each and every one of you. Love you.